Welcome to the First Love Church. We invite you to have an encounter with the Word of God as you listen to this message preached by Episcopal Sister Joy Felipe Bruce. Sister Joy is the daughter of Bishop Dyke Hewitt Mills and currently pastors the Ideasi branch of the First Love Church, a thriving church with young, energetic people full of first love for the Lord. She's also a Macarius minister under the Dyke Hewitt Mills Ministry Office and travels extensively, holding pastors' conferences taking the books of Bishop Dykewood Mills to the nations. We believe this message will empower, equip, and give direction for your life. Now listen to Sister Joy Felipe Bruce. Now turn to your neighbor and say, neighbor, something good is about to happen to you. If your neighbor didn't talk to you, say, neighbor, do you need some tablets this morning? You need some help this morning. But it's my pleasure to announce to you that it's time for the word of God. You know, take your time. You know, the Bible says that you have known the scriptures from your youth, which is able to make you wise. The best time to hear the word of God is when you are young, when you are young like me and you. This is the word that can make you wise for your future. And this morning, we are privileged to have none other than the one and only Episcopal Sister, Dr. Joy Philippe Bruce. Stand to your feet and help me welcome her to church. can do it better for Jesus. I had your voice. I had a shout. Come on. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Wow. Let's pray. Father, thank you for another Sunday in your presence. Thank you for being with us and bringing us together from different places, we are grateful. Thank you for taking us through this past week. So many have traveled to come and you brought us safely and we are grateful. As your word comes, I pray, oh God, let your will be done. Let your word find a fresh landing place in every heart. Speak to us in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you. Take your seats. Hallelujah. Amen. Well, I can see many of you who are here for the first time as campus has opened. Amen. And I want to welcome you to First Love Aediasi. Amen. This is the best place for you. Hallelujah. And I believe that God didn't bring you to this campus by chance. Are you there? Wow. Hallelujah. Wow. Okay. Well, I'm going to share a not so long message with you. A short message with you. But I think it's a very important message. Amen. And I hope that you will allow the word of God to enter into your spirit and enter into your heart. Amen. 
this church is not here by chance. It's here because God thought about you. Yeah, God thought about you. God knew that in the year 2019, you'll be here. For some of us, this is our permanent church. We are here all the time. But for some of you who come and go, he placed it here so that when you leave your home, you will still have a place to be. Amen. Oh, I said amen. amen. Hallelujah. And so today I'm going to preach. I'm going to share a word with you. Let's go to Luke chapter 14 if you have a Bible. Or at least if you have a Bible on your phone. Ask your neighbor, do you have a Bible? Do you have a Bible on your phone? And if your neighbor says no, tell your neighbor that you have left one of the most important things that you needed. You have left it behind. I'm going to share a word with you. And for those of you who are here permanently, I know that you are also part of those welcoming. So allow me to preach a message targeted to those who are landing on the KNUSD campus for the first time. Uh, do I have your permission? Am I allowed? I can just flow. Thank you very much. Now, the reason why I want to share this message with you is because it might be my only chance to do so. And when you arrived on campus, I need to tell you that much as you thought you were coming, there were also people and things waiting for you. And it's, 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 what should I say? An opportunity to talk to you. That, I think, is what the film stars were trying to say, that you're going to meet different kinds of people. Some have come, and they say that, hey, Asha has come, she's coming to pray. Uh, we will watch how the, the thing will end, boom, because I'm not sure that it's just prayer that has brought you to school. You could have done that at home. Somebody too said that, well, she has come, she's coming just to learn. Ah, we wish you a safe journey on your way. <laughs> Are you there? Another one too came said that, oh, you have to chill. <laughs> you have to chill. <laughs> well, chillingly, uh, we are sorry. You know, in other words, representing so many things and so many options that you have on the campus to do what you want. Or so it might look. And that's why I am asking you to invite me to be your pastor while you're on campus. Amen. And I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. You know, <laughs> there are many things waiting, as you will discover. Some of you, as you are sitting here watching me, young lady, a guy has never told you before that you are nice. You're going to meet guys who are good at it. They're good at it. <laughs> you left your father's house as a virginal. But if you don't watch out, three weeks from now, oh yeah, I'm not cursing, I'm just telling you what will happen. Young man, when you left your father's house, you were a sane guy, nicely sane. But I came to inform you that there are some people who don't even go to school. It's only weed they do, and they are waiting for you too. And as you are here thinking that, oh, me, I don't have to be okay. Don't, don't, don't fool yourself. Don't fool yourself. Don't fool yourself. I hope that we'll have time to interact so that some of those who are permanently here can tell you how they, too, they used to think like you some years ago. And so you will find that even though campus is a good place to be and you are moving on with your life, you also need a place that will welcome you and that will help you and that will do something in your life. And that's what I want to talk to you about this morning. Let's start by reading scripture. Luke chapter 14 from verse 16 to 24 is a picture of the church. 
And it starts by saying that a certain man made a great supper and bade many. And many of you are here this morning because we came to invite you to come to church. And we just want you to know that it's very normal according to the Bible. So if you're coming from somewhere where no one ever invited you to church and you thought that that was normal, and so you're thinking to yourself, why did you come to call me? It's because it is normal. And we need to call you because very soon something else is also going to begin to call you. Hey, are you there? Something else is going to call you. Tell your neighbor, don't feel so cool. Something else is going to begin to call you. But I thank God that he is the one who tells us to come. In the Bible, you'll find the word come 2,106 times. God is just saying, come, come, come. Let me tell you what I told my children, okay? My kids are grown up, but I used to tell them, don't do something silly and don't fall into trouble. But if you do, come home. Come home with it. Are you here? So this morning I'm telling you, don't do something silly. Don't make a mistake. But if you do, come home. If you do, come home. Hallelujah. Are you there? Anyway, so this man made a great supper. And that's why we try to make sure that, you know, when you come to church here, it's not just a service you've come to, it's an experience. Uh-huh. There are never that yashada. It's not by mistake. It's not by mistake. And by what is someone is dancing in the church? You see, we don't have anywhere else to go and dance. Uh-huh. There are other places you go and dance that have other things. But we, we like dancing, so we dance here. Uh-huh. Sorry to have offended your sensibilities. That we dance here. Uh-huh. Because some of you are cupboard Christians. You come to church. Then you go and dance at other places where you should not be. And we are saying that you don't need to go there. Please, if you are a lover of dance, we do it here. If you are a lover of films, we do it here. If you are a lover of what again? Song, music, all kinds, we do it here. Today, crowd, we have been very kind. We haven't done any reggae. We haven't done any rap. We are trying to behave so that you not. But the rappers are also there. The, 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 the reggae dancers are also there. In the kind. Yeah. Because we're making a great supper. Hallelujah. Tell our neighbor, we have Shada. It's not by mistake. It's not by mistake. Anyway, let's continue with the story Jesus told. Well, the man made an invitation and invited many people. And this morning, I say thank you for accepting our invitation. And I hope you will continue to come. Amen. Let's go on. Verse 18. He invited people. He sent his servants and says, go and call them. And this morning, people have come to call you. And you've come. But there were also others. Verse 18 those they went to call began to make excuses the first said I have bought a piece of ground and I must go and see it I pray you have be excused another said I have bought five yoke of oxen and I go to prove them I pray you have me excused another said I have married a wife and therefore I cannot come so the servant came and showed his lord these things then the master of the house being angry said to his servant go out into the streets and the lanes of the city and bring in hither the poor the maimed the halt and the blind and the servant said lord it is done as you have commanded and yet there is room and 
the Lord said unto the servant, Go into the highways and hedges and compel them to come in, that my house may be filled. For I say unto you, that none of those men which were bidden shall taste of my supper. Let me just start by talking to you about the guys who were making excuses. And they were making these excuses because they felt that they have arrived. Some of you are here today simply because nothing has yet started on campus. But in a few weeks to come, when we come and knock at your door, you're going to say to us, <laughs> you're going to say, look, I have an assignment. I pray you have me excused. You're going to tell us, you see, we are keto students and we medical students, you know. We ain't got time. You see, the way the thing is, you know, our time is very... Uh, I, <laughs> I want to just say to you, don't start. Don't start. Right from the beginning, purpose in your heart that you as a Christian will give God his due time. Amen. Because the things which we think are so important pass by in a flash of time. Have you not just noticed that the iPhone XR that your uncle gave you is just about to be replaced by a new iPhone? They are just releasing another one in a few months' time. So the things we think are so important, actually they are not. As I was preparing my sermon, I was remembering many years ago, I went to do a diploma somewhere, a graduate diploma somewhere, I was working and I was sent there for six months. And when I was coming back, I came with my prized possession. Do you want to know what the prized possession was? Are you sure I should tell you what the prized possession was? It was a desktop computer. I remember when I got to Kotoka, how I bred to bring that thing into the country. They said, pass here, show your receipt here, do this here, do that here. I mean, it was an achievement of a lifetime to bring a desktop computer into the country. I mean, I'm talking about around 1999. Charlie, it's just like, look, you have brought something. Some of you were not even born by then. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> Are you here? But today, if they dash you desktop, right, you tell them that, look, I can't use it. What I'm saying, is it true or not true? What is the point I'm making? I'm making the point that earthly things are temporal. They are temporary. They are passing. Every single thing that you are doing, they are passing. And so, Prince, are you saying that we shouldn't learn? You should know better than that. Is that okay? You should know better than that. <laughs> you should know better than that. Not at all. But it was Jesus who taught us, give to Caesar the things that are Caesar's and unto God the things that are God's. Very soon you have more excuses. And my group that I learned with there, they meet on Sunday morning. You are the believer. You are the one who should tell them that we will meet, but it's not going to be on Sunday morning. On Sunday morning, I go to church. Are you here? You have traveled. Let me talk to a few pastors' children or the children of churchgoers. You've been in church all your life and you have planned that as you are coming to campus, you are going underground, underground. You are here this morning just because the under G things have not happened. I've got one prayer for you. May the Holy Ghost slap you out of there in the name of Jesus. Amen. Yeah. You have made plans. Please ask your neighbor, are you the one they are talking to? 
you see it's an important thing we are talking about because these excuses are the deleters of people's Christian, Christian lives you may think it's nothing oh I'm just in school for a while when I finish then I now have time to go after God you have made a mistake who told you who told you this is the freest time in your life when you finish the whole of life is like an exam I'm always telling my members that if you can't come to church during exam time, you cannot go to church when you are living your life as a worker. Because for a worker, the pressure is constant. It is an exam day every day. And if you cannot find time to serve God when you are in school, it's not when you are done that you find time for him. So bury your excuses and let's be serious in the name of Jesus. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. So what am I inviting you for? Why am I saying to you, come to church, come to church. Every Sunday, come to church. Make the time, make a way. Don't look for an excuse. Come to church. Why am I saying that? I'm saying that because, number one, on Sunday morning, I'll serve you some milk. I'll serve you some milk. The scripture says, 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 2. As newborn babes, desire the sincere milk of the word that you may grow thereby. If you are going to survive on this campus, your spirit needs to be strong. Hey, please, my actors from last week, where are you? Spirit, soul, and body, arrive. Where is Oko? Uh-huh. Arrive fast. Please come up to the stage. We can't see you from down there. Yeah. Last week I was preaching and I was sharing about the fact that in first Thessalonians chapter 5 the Bible talks us up tells us we have a spirit we got a soul and we have a body and I deliberately chose them in this size your spirit is a part of you that you give to Jesus and so even though you got a big body like that one your spirit when you are born again why are you fresh some of you think that the word born again it was found by some churches it's because you don't know your Bible. Go and open John chapter 3. It's right there. Jesus said that that which is born of the flesh is flesh. That is which is born of the spirit is spirit. He also said that you must be born again. It's Jesus who gave us that term. But if you're now going to be born again, your spirit is a child. And that's why Peter was saying in First Peter that newborn babe. This one, your soul, has your emotions your mind, how you think. This is what you are coming to feed on the campus. You'll be feeding it. Yeah, so your mind will be working. Ask your neighbor, has your mind been working small, small? <laughs> That's your mind. This part, it will be influenced by whatever you feed it. If you go and watch TV, uh, you feed it garbage, it's garbage that will be inside. If you go and watch porno, it's porno that will be inside. If you go and watch, whatever you put inside, that's how it will be. Uh-huh. Eh, priest, I don't understand the soul. You don't understand the soul. Let me give you an example. When you get broken heart, when you come and say your heart is broken, is it your physical heart that's broken? Your physical heart is pumping, pe pe pe. But you now, you know that something inside of you is broken. That's your soul. Yeah. As for your body, he needed to know description. <laughs> he doesn't need a description. But as you have come, let me ask you a question this your small spirit what is the likelihood that it will overtake and overcome your body that it will overtake your mind when that brother comes you know with those raps sister sister 
sister were you created or were you crafted you know sister I lay down in my bed last night and I couldn't sleep because I was thinking about you hey your little spirit will be saying don't listen no it's not true it's not true your emotions will say oh tell me more tell me more tell me more I need to know some more I'll say it to my ear say some more and as soon as your, your soul starts to say say some more body hey ask for body it knoweth no change oh don't make a mistake it doesn't body if you leave body to disgrace you right now go and ask the brothers who get erections in wrong places i didn't call your name i didn't call your name hey body you are going to encourage body that's why the bible says by means of a warish woman a man is brought to a piece of bread hey if jezebel arises now are you there and so on sunday morning when you come and your spirit is this size the word of god milk you will drink it you will drink it so that you will grow so that you will grow when your spirit has grown and david please come to me so maybe you arrive with your spirit this size just stand here for me but you have drunk enough milk to be like this now one of the things i need to tell you is that when you listen a lot to the word and you feed on the word your soul also begins to please these two together don't you think they can put the body in its place yeah because as for body it, it does not change it doesn't change let me tell you the body does not like fasting and i don't care who you are you can be as spiritual or whatever as the pope body it will not like fasting but the difference between those who fast and those who never fast that's the difference they overcome the body so your body wakes up have you not noticed the day you decide to fast you oh, you eat your breakfast at 12 but the day you decide to fast 6 a.m i am hungry i am hungry i want food to eat i am hungry we want food we want food we want food we this body that does not eat till midday the day you say you are going to fast suddenly but the difference between those who are able to fast and those who are not is the difference spirit and soul are stronger than body they are stronger so as you come drinking milk you will find strength to stand in time of trouble hallelujah oh i said hallelujah what else am i going to feed you when you come i'm going to give you some bread john chapter 6 verse 15 we didn't know that there was bread in the Bible. <laughs> this is the bread which cometh down from heaven that a man may eat thereof and not die. This semester I am going to feed some people with bread and because of the bread you will live. 
because of the bread even though you are depressed you won't die because of the bread even though as you were coming there was no more money to give you some pocket money and you are wondering how will I live and you are thinking is it time to end it all you won't end it all because some bread some bread will enter you and you will live and not die let us continue why is this so because Jesus says verse 51 I am the living bread which came down from heaven if any man eat of this bread he shall live forever and the bread that I will give is my flesh which I will give for the life Hallelujah. Are you here? You know, we don't count bread as one of our staple foods. Or oh, you have not noticed. If we if they ask us what's our staple, depending on where you are, if you're in Kumase, we'll say it is the fufu. If you are in Accra, we'll say it is kenki. If you are in Volta, you say what? The Bankun. If you are in the north, you say teaser. We will never mention bread. But if only you knew the volumes of bread that we consume in this country. Hey! Why else do you think that as you are traveling from here to Accra, there are lines of bread. When you get to Nkoko, they are there. When you get to Nsawam, they are there. Why do you think? A1 what bread? A1, A1 bread. <laughs> what? And they say B foster. So when they stop, you can start shouting. A1, A1. 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 Up. We eat a lot of bread. Most of you were not born in 1983 when there was no bread in Ghana. It was a crisis, I tell you. Serious crisis. You only ate bread if your friend was a baker or them, his mother was a baker. Yeah. It's a very serious thing. It's a very serious thing. And that was when we knew that bread was important to us many things that are important to us we don't know it is when they are not there that we know the reason why you don't know that bread is important is because it's there it's there the number of people who sell bread in this area is very wild yeah very important and jesus says that his word is bread his word it is bread hallelujah you need to keep coming you need to eat bread because a church is like bread you think it is nothing. In this our country, we only talk about how the church is a nuisance. Mm. We forget that most people education cries because of the church. When you remove the church and you are in the US and they are killing your children, that's when you now know you have done something stupid. Yeah. When you remove the church and your girls are sleeping with girls and your guys are sleeping with guys, that's when you will know. Yeah everywhere that they have removed the church is disaster that is raining there but you won't know you won't know you won't know that human beings we are wicked it is the removal of the church that makes people slaughter themselves in a certain way yeah but you won't know to remove you remove it some of you that's why you are here today because god wants me to warn you that as you have come to the campus if you remove church from your life you will be amazed at what you will do oh yeah i have never forgotten a young lady who sat i counsel people not only my church members i'm here i'm a pastor of students yeah so people just come 
And one day she came and she said to me, I didn't know her from anywhere. She said, I am surprised the beds I have woken up from. Uh, you are very quiet. <laughs> you see, when we start to tell you, you think that it's a, we are just making bad story. It is not a story. It's somebody's life. Then she said, you know, <laughs> mommy, my, my friends. Then she began to boss me what they drink. Hey, are you here? She says, I'm surprised our brains still work. Because they'll add this one to this one. They'll add we in it and add some drag into it. Then she said, we'll brew it and allow it to ferment. And that is why she wakes up in bed she doesn't know of. Because when she drinks, they don't know what. May it not be your story. Because some, they came like you. But like you, they're like, oh, when I have nothing to do, I'll go to church. Don't make that mistake. Don't make that mistake. You need to be in a church. You need it. And I know what I'm talking about. I was also on a campus. And I didn't go to church. Yeah. Within four years, I knew what it cost me. Yeah. There are areas of my life today. I knew that if I had a pastor, Don't let experience be your teacher. As for experience, it is like Saito. Everybody can go. But the difference between it, oh yeah, Saito. Everybody can go. It never lacks for teachers and it is free. The only problem is that you don't know whether you'll be able to come out from the other end. So don't use experience. I normally say that experience is the teacher's or teacher of fools. Because somebody told you, but you had to experience it to know. Hey. Hey, oh, me, the answer, I've come to campus. I planned that. I'm coming to experience. <laughs> You're coming to experience. Hey. Oh, yo. Yo. Hey. Please, when you are finishing experience, I'm here, okay? You come and see me. We'll try and get you back to some sense. I will remind you of today. Allow me to continue preaching. No, I'm just, I'm just. Uh, eh, you are saying it because you want members. Hey, I want what? I beg you. As you have arrived there, eh, before you came, the church was full. Already. As we are here, the continuing ones have not come. You can ask those of us who are permanent members. We were already. Yeah. Eh, but then if you are full, look, don't argue. And so if that exists, where were other people's? You just come. Have you not got a seat that you are sitting on? Okay. Okay. Oh yeah, I'm preaching. Hallelujah. But you know, so we have got what? I'm going to give you milk and I'm going to give you bread. What else am I going to give you? I'm going to give you some meat. Because the Bible says in the book of Hebrews chapter 5 and verse 40, he says that strong meat, strong meat, you see, it gets to a place, eh? You can't keep drinking milk. Imagine that we only fed this man milk. I said, Baba. Hey, only milk. What will happen to him, doctor? He's due to, uh, please give the doctor a microphone. Let him tell us what will happen. If we only this, then I can think away. I'm only giving him milk his to drink. Teeth, his, teeth will spoil. his teeth will spoil, eh? Please. Please tell the girl to sit up here. We don't sit like that. With the with the jaw swelling. Mm-hmm. Please so, come here. We can't hear, Pastor. 
this is one of our doctors in the church. You who think you are the only educated person. Yes, go ahead. And she came with the the jaw swelling. The jaw swelling. In fact, the first doctor I was quite concerned was a cancer. So when the girl used the mic, when the girl opened her mouth, all her teeth were black. So I looked at, I looked at her, uh, the, she had come with the auntie, I said, like, what does this girl eat? And the auntie said, oh, vitamilk. So I thought she was just like, that's the last thing she gets. I said, oh, no, on the regular. She said, vitamilk. That's all the girl drinks. Please, can you hear? He said, it's only what? Vitamilk. That's all. And as she came, please ask your neighbor, can I inspect your teeth? Let me see whether some of you, your spiritual teeth, they are black. On what pro, on what say, because you don't have any meat of the word. You are still drinking milk. Thank you, doctor. What does it mean to only drink milk? You are a drinker of milk when it is only the sweet part of the word of God you like. You only want to come to church when we say, I see you receiving. Receive a promise. Receive a good thing. Then you say, hey, I receive it. But when you come and you come to the word of God and we are preaching the word of God and we tell you, don't do this. The Bible says this. We tell you, 2 Timothy 2.15, it says what? Study to show yourself approved unto God a workman that needeth not to be ashamed rightly dividing the word of you we say sit down learn the word learn it that's strong milk strong I said sorry strong meat some days you will come to church I cannot promise you that every day I'm going to give you milk some days I'll give you strong meat some days I'll stand here and I'll tell you we're going to pray some days I'm going to open the word of God and I'm going to tell you that your life stinks some days I'm going to tell you get off your lazy backside and get to work for God you're only depressed because you are thinking only about yourself get up and let's go and look for others who need to hear about Jesus strong meat it is for those of full age those who by reason of use have their senses exercised to know the difference between right and wrong strong milk means is to make you wise oh yeah the word of God will make you wise are you here or you have traveled strong meat ask your neighbor do you like strong meat or you are only the miracles I see you receiving it's not the only thing Jesus did miracles but that was not all he did Uh, it was not all he did go and open your bible Matthew 23 when he was preaching woe it was also part of the word after all this eating I have to give you water John John chapter 4 verse 13 and 14 Jesus answered and said unto her, Whosoever drinketh of this water shall thirst again. 
but whosoever drinketh of the water that I shall give him shall never thirst for the water that I shall give him shall be in him a well of water springing up into it everlasting life. Jesus met the woman of Samaria by the well and he asked her for a cup of water and she was saying a whole lot of things and Jesus proved to her that her life was not in order. Are you there? Please push your neighbor and say, here we don't sleep when the word of God is being preached. Uh-huh. It's just, I, don't, I didn't see anybody sleeping. It's just uh, something. It's just advice. <laughs> Hallelujah. Are you here? You see, when you see people living a certain life, you need to understand that what is doing them is thirst. When you are thirsty, you are desperate for water to drink. People are desperate for God, but they don't know it's God they are desperate for. That is why when they started drinking, it was just a glass of beer. And it seemed to work for a while. But after a while, it wasn't working. So it became a battle. Still, the thirst was not quenched. So it became John a couple of BS. It didn't work. It seemed to work. So, because it was so, they added Guinness. Then they said, let me add some. What do they call that? Is it John Daniels? What? Jack Daniels. Then they started on the Jack Daniels. They said, mm. the Jack Daniels is a little expensive. Let's see if some, uh, some brandy, uh, uh, it can work here. Eh? They tried that one too. It was it worked for a while, but it, you see, the person is thirsting for something. Uh, it's too expensive. Let us go for some. Attire will work. Attire is cheap. Yeah. And so you see the person drinking, and he's actually trying to convince you that he's having a good time. But I promise you, what's doing him is thirst. That's why Jesus said that if you drink of the water of the world, if you go and dance the dancing of the world, if you go and do the fornicating of the world, you will do it. As for here, nobody will tell you that it's wrong. Nobody, if you like, you can sleep with five guys at the same time. It's okay. But you will discover after the five, still, the first is there. Is there. There's only one first. One first His name is Jesus Christ. And until you find him, you will always be looking. If you are here today and your plan is that when campus begins, I'm going to taste some of what it's got. Then I want to put it to you that you have not drunk deep enough of the Jesus. That's why you are still thirsty. Because those of us who have received him as our Lord and Savior, it's not that we are struggling not to go. The desire is gone. There's no desire there. Eh, but at your age, was there? <laughs> let me answer that saucy idiot for a moment. You know, when you see somebody who was older, the person has been younger before. <sighs> you are now coming. Come and ask me what I didn't do on campus. Come and ask. Okay, the only thing I didn't do, I didn't do drink because I said it doesn't make sense to lose your mind. Yeah. You want to talk about dancing? 
Oh yeah. I was the type. Do you know the people who are at the peak of the party, they now take over the floor? Don't start. Don't start. Yeah, don't start. I knew the DJs on campus. I knew that this guy, he starts from here and ends here. Don't bring yourself at all. So what I'm saying to you, I know it. If I woke up on a Monday morning, I don't know why I always did that assessment on Monday morning. On Monday, I would test to see whether my powers of attraction are going down or up. And if I count, and I don't have at least nine guys who are saying that we like you, and then I have to do something to increase the number. Yeah. If I count, Michael, Andrews, John, only six. No, no, no. Just the powers, you know, a yak of them. Yeah. You are very quiet. Even before I met Jesus, I began to ask the question. Doesn't make sense. Just doesn't make sense. This Friday was like last Friday. Was like the Friday before that. And the one before that. On top of that, I was the wrong height, the wrong size, the wrong shade. The guys liked my friends more. Oh yeah. Are you there? I thank God for it today, but at the time it was an issue. Yeah. The day I found Jesus, I <laughs> the thing called the desire, that was all desire to go. To go and dance so that what? I'll do it in church. Yeah. I said I'll do it where? Yeah. Yeah. That's why we will sing from candle in the dark to do the work. Do the work. Yeah, yeah, that's why we do. Eh, but we didn't see you. That's eh, please wait. As you see me walking by, I'm actually a grandmother. Let me just tell you so that you will not. Eh, if I dance, I will not be able to preach. Is dancing or preaching? I've chosen the preaching. Okay. <laughs> hey, but what am I saying? I'm saying that if you give your life to Jesus, when you get the real water, the desire for the fake water, it disappears. We are not struggling to be here. We like being here. My greatest issue is to suck people from here. You should ask them. Exam time. I tell them, go. We have clothes from here. Go, go, go and learn. Yeah. Water. <laughs> That's where the Wabawa beer is from. Are you there? That's why Jesus says, come. He's the one who removes the first. Hallelujah. I'm ending soon. I also plan to give you the fruits that you left on your mother's table. You refuse to eat them. But here we'll eat the fruits of Galatians chapter 5 and verse 22. The love, the joy, the peace, the patience, the long-suffering, goodness, kindness. The Bible says against this there's no law. Some of you have not tasted kindness in your life before. Come. Everybody who has said I love you, they have another agenda. But come. You understand what the love of Jesus does. Hallelujah. Are you in the house? Oh, I said, are you in the house? Yeah. The last thing I'll give you as you are coming is wine. Representing the blood of Jesus. First Corinthians chapter 11 and verse 25. It says, after the same manner also he took the cup when he had supped, saying, this cup is the New Testament in my blood. This do ye as often as you drink it in remembrance of 
one of the things that we will do Sunday after Sunday is to just quickly in five minutes we break bread together reminding ourselves of Jesus his body and his blood because I wish I could promise you that as you have come you will not fall sick again it's not true I wish I could say it but if you do fall sick the communion is there to help you the blood of Jesus is there to help you every Sunday for five minutes we tune in and we receive the communion all you need is please I know you were confirmed here you were baptized there please Jesus when he was giving communion it was simple this is my body this is my blood drink as often as you drink okay so so, so long as you are a believer it's okay are you here and we receive a blessing from Bishop Dag. I'm sure you know that this is Bishop Dag's church. Hallelujah. Every Sunday, every Sunday without fail, we put it on and we receive a prayer that says as you are going, you are blessed. As you are eating, you are blessed. And he just speaks as he is led. And we go in the power of that blessing. Hallelujah. Are you here? My prayer is that you will not allow the invitation of today to be in vain but that you will make up your mind. We are not the only church and we are not the only alternative. But I believe that you came here because God led you here. Hallelujah. Oh, I said hallelujah. I hope that you will make up your mind to stay and to receive whatever it is you need to receive into your spirit, man, week after week, so that you will grow and be strong in spirit. Stand to your feet. Hallelujah. Stand to your feet this morning. This morning we are a group. Thank you very much. Let me release you. I can see you are getting tired. I want to, two minutes, I want to just invite you to think about yourself. Maybe you are here because you come from a Christian family and you're always in church. Or maybe you are here because somebody invited you. Or maybe you are here because, well, there was nothing else to do. The reason why you came doesn't really matter. But for a few minutes, I want you to consider your state. And I want you to think about your relationship to Jesus Christ. I want to give you an opportunity to receive Jesus as your Lord and your Savior. I don't know where you're from. I don't know what has or hasn't happened before. But I want to invite you to this one who gives us water to drink and who says that if we drink of this water we will not thirst again I want you to examine yourself if in your heart you are sure of your salvation if you are, God bless you but if you are not don't let the people by you or anybody else stop you from receiving Jesus as your Lord and your Savior today it is free, he is free he says that what you believe in your heart you need to confess with your mouth he is the one who says you need to be born again and so if you cannot say it with strength that I'm born again and I'm sure I'm on my way to heaven and I hope you know that our day of being called to heaven we don't even know it can happen anytime don't say I'll do it after campus don't say I'll do it when I stop working but do it now as every head is bowed and every eye is closed. I want to invite you to be born again. I want to invite you to give your life to Jesus Christ right at the beginning of another academic year. Maybe your first Sunday here 
again you are staying. Maybe you've always been coming, but you haven't given your life. Whoever you are, as your head is bowed, every head bowed, every eye closed, I want to invite you to receive Jesus. You're saying, I want to receive Jesus as my Lord and my Savior. Lift up your right hand. Lift it up. Yeah, just lift it. Just lift it. Lift it up before pride catches you because pride is the sickness of academia. Lift it. God bless you. I see your hands. God bless you. If you've lifted up your hand, let the pastors and the ashes help you. Just come to me here. Right in front. Just come. Just step out. Step out. Step out. Step out. Jesus is calling you this morning. Jesus is calling you this morning. Step out. Come. Come and give your life to Jesus. God bless you as you come. God bless you. God bless you. Please take a step up for me. Just come one step up so that there's room. Just come. There's room. There is more room. Just come. Give him your life. Oh, just come. Just come. Step out today. Just come. Come on to Jesus. Oh, just come. You can even stand on the steps at the side. I don't mind. At the side. Hold on. You, you know, you see people coming, your heart is beating, you are not moving. That heartbeat is Jesus saying something to you. He's saying something. Say, we've got to make it up. We've got to make it up. Just keep coming. Oh, I can do it from where I'm standing. You're coming to confess him as Lord and Savior. Just come. Just come. Just come. Just come. I'm talking, I'm bargaining for somebody's life this morning. Just come. Your heart is beating. My friends will laugh at Let me tell you, you came alone and it is certain that you will die alone. You will die with them. Our time before God is appointed unto God. To man wants to die, then the judgment. Each of us will stand alone. God bless you. Keep coming. Keep coming. Keep coming. Just a few more minutes. Step out and come. I'm just bargaining for somebody's life. Step out and come. Step out and come. Step out and come. It's a good time to make a pact between yourself and the Lord. If you're standing in front here, I want you to pray this prayer with me. I pray it and you pray after me. You want to say, Lord Jesus, I come to you today as a sinner. Please wash me in the blood of Jesus. Cleanse me from my sins. Please write my name. In the book of life Lord Jesus from today you are my Savior and you are my Lord I thank you for saving me amen father I pray for each one who is standing up here they have come to give their lives to you I pray that they will never turn back draw them to you oh God let them taste of that water and never thirst again even as they have come let it be the beginning of a new life, an exciting life, and an exciting time. This I ask in Jesus' name. Amen. We believe that you have been blessed by this message. For more information, follow us on Facebook, Dr. Joy Felipe Bruce, and on Instagram and Twitter at FLIDRC. God richly bless you.